Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch, always brought to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, the Kaiju Destroyer himself, Val Cisco, and today we're going to be talking about Godzilla, the Planet Eater, or Godzilla Part 3, the Planet Eater, a film that just was released January 9th on Netflix in America. 2019, and has been met with so many mixed reviews we're going to be talking about today, my personal opinions on it, uh, what the movie kind of was about, and what you got from it. So let's deep dive into the world of Godzilla, the Planet Eater. But before we do that... Hey, what's going on everybody? It's your boy Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys... Have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world with quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And, of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcasts, too, with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh... Whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao. So let's get down to the nitty gritty that is Godzilla, the Planet Eater, or Kojira, Hoshi, Okun, Manu. I probably botched that. I totally botched that. Also known as Godzilla Part 3, the Planet Eater. It is a 2018 computer-animated science fiction kaiju film featuring Godzilla, produced by Toho Animation and animated by Polygon Pictures. In association with Netflix, it is the 34th film in the Godzilla franchise and 32nd Godzilla film produced by Toho. It is the third and, thank God, final entry in this anime trilogy. It is a sequel to Godzilla. City on the Edge of Battle, and is co-directed by, we're going to botch this, guys, Kobun Shizuno and Hiroyuki Seshita. Probably botched that. The film was released theatrically in Japan on November 9th, 2018, and released worldwide on Netflix on January 9th, 2019. So, for guys that are fans of this podcast, you know that the highest rated podcast that people have listened to is those Godzilla podcasts I've had. Um, It's a very diverse film. People either love it, people either hate it. Uh, It's hard for me to judge this film in general, but you guys know me, my ratings of the last films. I just didn't like it whatsoever. Uh, The concept of Godzilla, um, the ideas behind um, what Godzilla means to to the planet itself... Uh, the metaphors, uh, 
the character or lack of character development, um, less monsters, more human activity. I just felt that it was just, I don't know, it was too different for me. And um, then again, hey, I, I'm a person that loves Shin Godzilla, who many people think that um, that's like one of the worst Godzilla films ever made. And I absolutely fucking love that film for its creativeness. So this right here, I, I can understand why people love it. People have a fondness for it because it's very creative. But just the animation and storytelling alone, I did not care for it whatsoever. Especially from the first two films. I understand there's a metaphor, you know, with um, looking at um, Planet of Monsters. You can definitely see the lack of monsters on that planet, on Earth. But you can use the metaphor that we coming as uh, humans back to Earth to destroy Godzilla, causing more damage and devastation to a peaceful existence on Earth, we could be the monsters right there, of course. And, and the next film with uh, City on the Edge of Battle, I just fucking hate it because I thought it was a farce. I, I thought we were led to believe, uh, we were led to believe, I'm not going to say I think, we were led to believe that we are going to see some Mechagodzilla action, uh, especially with the marketing. And then we see it's just something totally different. It's just the same plot in a way just with the stakes a little bit higher the Bill Saludo taking control of the plot a little bit more and fucking bonding themselves to a city that has nano metal that they're calling Mechagodzilla and trying to kill Godzilla that way it's uh, I didn't care so much but I get why people like it and I see the metaphor there as well too on the edge of battle you know of course we're looking at extra ways to destroy the earth and uh, it's it's definitely um, a theme in this movie as well too where we see that we continuously find ways to destroy the earth or ourselves by technology I get that I totally get that I get the metaphor I get what they're trying to say it just wasn't for me um, but there were little spots that I did enjoy especially in the last one you know the little easter eggs with the moth egg <laughs> literally an easter egg uh, the Ghidorah reference and um, Ghidorah and just so many different things and the possibilities that the planet year could provide us. And I gotta say, I'm still disappointed. <laughs> the third movie really hasn't changed my opinion on this trilogy um, whatsoever. Um, I admit that it's a little bit more entertaining than the last two. Um, but I found myself saying this is bullshit half, half the movie. About half the movie. And it's not me being like... Um, I'm close-minded about the themes of the movie or what they're trying to do. It, once again, it's just I came in there with an open mind thinking that we're going to get something and it was totally different. Did we get a, a monster battle between Ghidorah and um, Godzilla? Kind of, in a way. Uh, was uh, Ghidorah uh, a metaphor himself? In a way, yes, too. Um, but we also get the literal version of Ghidorah of a monster trying to destroy or even just eat the planet itself. So I can't complain on that forefront, but it just, it didn't really give me what I wanted. Especially uh, with the characters, uh, with the main character, um, uh, Hiru, um, you know, Hiraru. Ha Haru, <laughs> I'm gonna try it one more time. Haru, <laughs> Haru, there we go. Uh, Haru's just, he, he's not a hero. He's not someone you root for. He's not a protagonist that you care about whatsoever. His goals don't mean anything. He's a, a burning pile of rage. And yes, that does um, factor into the end of the movie, but 
I feel like there was no growth to this character whatsoever. Yes, he's tortured. He has demons that he cannot control. And every time he sees an opportunity to extinguish those demons, he, he ignores it and goes full force. Um, and I can understand that, you know, there's people out there that are like that as well, too, that want to do good, but can't see through their own hatred. Hatred's a big theme in this movie. Um, but I just, I felt that the character himself, you know, as the protagonist of this film, of these three films, would have had something of value to the story whatsoever. I feel like he was kind of lost. Um, a lot of this movie is um, dealt with, with um, Metaphys. Um, well, Metaphys basically um, showing that um, Hiro's um, sacrifice in the last movie, not... Um, going with the Bella Saludo, not joining up with them, um, and ultimately um, seeing the destruction of Mechagodzilla City and him coming out unharmed is a miracle. And he's spreading this word out to everybody. We do know that him and his clan are, are ultra-religious. And the fact that you see someone who comes out of a battle unscathed is is a miracle in a way and is getting these people excited to follow him but also to follow Metaphys as well too uh, which is kind of scary because it's almost like an occult type fashion like these people are turning but turning for the worse they're worshipping they're worshipping Metaphys they're worshipping his religion and Metaphys is smart he knows that um, the only reason why he survived was because that nanometal for some reason does not agree with um, the native um, powder that or dust that's put on to the wounds um, that was who from whoever was injured from the last movie so which wasn't really fucking explained either and that kind of pissed me off it was just little things that weren't explained um, the powder or the dust itself and it's healing elements um, that these um, humans are like descendants of bugs or slash animals in a way slash humans some kind of fucking hybrid so that was fucking weird that was never explained they worshipped the egg but the egg was never fucking explained as well too we uh, are, as fans know it's Mothra but still it just wasn't explained that the, the powers that they have uh, the telepathy wasn't explained whatsoever so little things like that it's just I don't know and then of course with uh, Metaphys talking about Ghidorah and having all these people worship Ghidorah, Ghidorah and the enough worship, the uh, the basically the amount of worship that's happening fuels the the uh, interdimensional beast of Ghidorah to come to Earth and ravage Earth, and we get like a crazy turn from Metaphys, which I guess was cool, but everybody saw that coming as well too, of him just um, turning on everybody and saying to accept death, that death is the ultimate salvation, that uh, him and his people have looked millions of light years into the future and they saw that infinity does not exist i like that concept that was pretty fun that infinity does not exist that there is an ultimate destruction sometime somewhere the only way to do it or deal with it is to just accept it and the faster we accept it the faster destruction can come and i guess everything can be wiped out <laughs> that wasn't clear as well too but um whatever he kind of brings um the door from another dimension Ghidorah, the design, was just, I don't give a fuck as well, too. Uh, as you saw in the previews leading up to this, people who listen to this podcast probably seen the previews or seen this already, Ghidorah kind of looked promising in a way, but once we saw him, he was just fucking a space snake. Like, three space snakes coming out from different portals attacking Godzilla. 
I don't know. Um, I won't go too much into it. There's plot twists. There's plot turns. There are situations that I feel um, our main character did not grow whatsoever, especially toward the end with his, I'm going to spoil it right here, his suicide that he has because uh, he goes straight into Godzilla saying that if I have to end hate and this world needs to be purged from hate, I need to, one to, I need to be the one that dies, essentially. I need to be the one that that um, extinguishes my own hate so that way people can live freely amongst Godzilla and not attacking Godzilla, which I found fucking weird as hell, too. People find this as a powerful moment for uh, Hiro, but like, Hirau, Hirau. <laughs> but um, I didn't care whatsoever. I, I, in my in my defense, I never liked his his character whatsoever since day one, and I was happy to see him get obliterated. So that was okay. But just with him, um, you know, different character developments within the story as well too of people turning their back, his secrets. It was Game of Thrones ish almost, where people were keeping too many secrets for the better good of civilization. Um, there's a dream sequence where um, uh, Haruo is just trying to bond with with either fucking Metaphys or Ghidorah some way, and Mothra fucking saves him, like, in his dream. Like, we get a shadow Mothra that saves him in his fucking dream. That shit pissed me off. I don't know. Like, I was just... I understood the metaphors, and I understood you need to extinguish evil, you need to accept certain things. I just did not care about the plot, did not care about the story. I didn't care about the animation. It was just, to me, it was uh, a funeral, then a eulogy. You know, eulogy, funeral, either one. Whoever goes first, eulogy, right? It was a eulogy, then to the funeral. So, like, I just didn't care whatsoever. It was just something that I was waiting to die, I was waiting to... Um, see end. I wanted to see how how it end. I wanted to see it fully through. I've seen mostly. I believe I've seen every Godzilla movie out there. So I wasn't gonna stop myself because craziness and bad shit. How we all seen Godzilla versus Megalon. So you know, I still think that is better than this shit here. Um, yeah, uh, a movie based on justice. A movie based on morals. A movie based on religion and the effects of religion. A movie based on our own life and how we do not learn from the past how we do not learn from the past mistakes that we cause destruction there's been um little hints in this movie about the atom bomb and how these monsters were created but they they wouldn't have been created because if we didn't make any atom bombs or we didn't um use technology or abuse technology then nothing would have happened we wouldn't have a godzilla or other monsters roaming the universe I don't know about the universe, but at least here on Earth. Um, ideas based on that we are the monsters, that we are the evil. Um, and in order for anything good to survive, uh, evil must be purged. So I get it. No problem. Very cool to some people. Just for me, it wasn't for me. I didn't care for it. Um, I give it... I 86 this movie. I 86 this trilogy. There's some moments that you feel happy that or nostalgic because hey you get to mention um, Ghidorah. Even when um they're mentioning Ghidorah and there's like a certain trance of them worshiping Ghidorah, you hear like the original sound, which was pretty awesome from the original Toho movies, um, of Ghidorah, which was fantastic. I love that, but uh, there wasn't enough 
that made me smile. There wasn't enough that kept me interested. Hell, I almost fell asleep there half, half the thing because I was like, okay, they're talking about <laughs> internal battles. There's even situations where Godzilla's fighting Ghidorah and the whole mission in these fucking three movies is to kill Godzilla and now the humans are kind of concerned that Ghidorah is destroying uh, Godzilla. And they, for some reason, come to the realization that if this monster destroys Godzilla, he's going to destroy the world, so we got to help Godzilla. What the fuck? I don't know. It's just... I understand. People are going to probably look at me like, you fucking man, you know, internet talking. We never watch Godzilla movies for your dialogue anyway. I understand that. But if you're going to have an anime that relies heavily on animation and dialogue... You wanna you wanna up the ante. You wanna have fun with this. We could have had so many other possibilities, or themes, or ideas happening in a Godzilla universe. Uh, I mean, look at the films that we're getting right now. We're getting an awesome movie hasn't even came out yet, but we're getting awesome depictions of Ghidorah, Rodan, and Mothra, and Godzilla. A couple other monsters in that movie I hear as well too. So there's no excuse to make a piss poor story like this. To make an intellectual story like this. Sometimes, us as fans, we want to see kaijus just fight. And we understand that there's a theme behind it. You know, Hadora, they have pollution. You know, Shin Godzilla, you know, government control and how their, um, their lack of assertiveness or, or lack of execution costs the lives of millions of people. You know, so many things like that. The original Godzilla, the, you know, Gojira, the atom bomb, the ramifications of radiation and things of that nature. You know, these are sub-themes that you see in the movie and you understand. But for the most part, you know, we, we come into these movies because we want to see some destruction. We want to see some craze. We want to see um, how, how can this unrelenting force be stopped or how can this unrelenting force stop something else. That's really what we come into these movies for. We could have definitely enjoyed some action. Hell, I even give the um, the 1998, 1999 animated Godzilla series from the 98 film a better watch, a better uh, understanding of what Godzilla is than this fucking shit right here. Like I said, people love this movie. People love this movie. I see online that people are giving it great, you know, 10 out of 10s, 8 out of 8s, that you have to suffer through the first two movies to get to this point right here because it all wraps around, it all comes together, full circle, if you will, because of man's um, hatred for himself or destruction, self-destruction. Uh, I understand that, but at the end of the day, we did not have to go to three movies to get to this. This all could have been told in one fucking movie. So that's just me. That's just me. I could be fucking wrong. I could be very clueless right now. But I did not enjoy these movies whatsoever. Um, there was subtle hints toward the end as well too with Mothra. But from what I'm hearing as well too, this is the final uh, end point when it comes to this film. Thank God. Um, this film franchise. This, this trilogy, if you will. Um, the ending, the post credit scene, just talks about um, humans and natives living together. And basically putting fear aside like they do like almost like a new year's resolution in a way like this year this is what i i i want to put away i want to put this fear away this fear of monsters this fear of the light this fear of the darkness and they burn it they extinguish it 
so that way the year can be very prosperous. I like that part. That was very cool as well, too. Little things like that. But it's just, there's so little. There's so many little things that are okay, but the big things are horrible. The battles, and inner monologues, things like that. Anyways, um, like I said, I 86 this. I don't give it any kind of stars whatsoever, in my opinion. Um, I just wish that we got something better. But we are. Now that we got through this, it was a little bit of a palate cleanser, if you will. It's like going to um, a sushi bar and just getting rice. And then finally, we're getting a California roll this year. You know, we're getting, a, you know, we're getting everything. We're getting crab rolls. We're getting you know, shaggy dog rolls. We're getting Las Vegas rolls. And we're going to have a good time. Uh, we just had to wait a little bit. We have to be, you know... Had some miso soup a little bit for some people, uh, some rice, and just wait until we got an actual good meal. And that comes soon, 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 soon. Um, and I cannot wait for that. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, looks fantastic. It looks like it's every American fan's version of Godzilla's dream. Um, especially with me, a, a giant fan of Rodan, seeing him on a big screen. Um, for such a long time of us waiting for a great depiction of Rodan, this looks great. Uh, Mothra looks beautiful. Ghidorah looks like a fucking challenge. He looks like a fucking monster. Like, he looks like, uh, the embodiment of destruction. And that's what I want to see from Ghidorah. I don't want to see this interdimensional being that, if you don't believe in him, uh, he cannot be touched. Fucking Freddy Cougar of space. No! Fuck off. Don't give a fuck about that. I want to see Ghidorah come out and destroy fucking people. Blood on the screen and Godzilla throwing down. And that's what we're going to get. So guys, if you enjoyed this, if you can deal with me rambling, that was my review right here of Godzilla. Um, Planet Eater. <laughs> I just didn't care for it whatsoever. Um, let me know, guys, how you felt about the movie. Reach out to me on Twitter at Uncanny underscore V or Val Cisco on um, Instagram. And uh, let's talk about it. We can talk about our likes or dislikes about the movie and how we felt about it and how it could have been better or how uh, it was good enough for you guys. Um, you can also reach Sideshow Conversations on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Like, listen, review, subscribe, heart. Do everything you can to get that out there. And um, also on Facebook at Sideshow Conversations, a fan page group where we all talk about different things. Godzilla comic books, pop culture, music, you name it, we're doing it. And um, Sideshow Conversations is also on Instagram where we do daily things, daily fun activities such as uh, Tower Records Tuesday where we bring back uh, classic album covers. We talk about that. Uh, Massacre Monday, classic horror posters and things of that nature. So yeah, subscribe, please. Um, other than that, please let me know how I'm doing. Leave those comments. I appreciate the love and the patience that people have for this podcast. Um, I know I hear a lot of people say that I don't give enough bad reviews, uh, that I'm pretty in the middle or I'm pretty like positive when it comes to things so once again for the Godzilla fans out here for the um people who are afraid to say something bad about this movie because it's a Godzilla film we should be accepting it fuck that shit we have comic book films and the nerd in me says that we've had 
on uh, abundance of comic book films, and not a lot of them have been great. I'm looking at you, uh, rebooted Fantastic Four. So, like, we shouldn't just accept a franchise like this or a trilogy like this and say it was it was good for what it's worth. You know, it was it was exceptional. You know, they took chances. I don't think they took enough chances. They did not push the envelope. And as far as animation goes, cheap. Look cheap. It could have done better. I seen it done better. I seen the the bleeding edge artwork done better on other properties. So there was no excuse for this whatsoever. I do not want to see this come back whatsoever. Exit out, just like how Haruro exited himself out and extinguished hate. I extinguished this film out of my existence. Thank you guys so much. It's been a pleasure. Get your mind out of gutter, but keep your eye on the side.